0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another edition of New Mexico Rising, Wednesday edition. So uh, no intro today, just because we want to just kind of we're still playing around with this format a little bit. But uh, Sean. Come on, man. Hey, I'm just trying to let Baca do his job. Yeah, let him do his job. Yeah, I'm sorry. The other show, I'm typically in the driver's seat, but yeah, it's very, very hard to relinquish control. So, you know, without an intro, I know everybody's kind of used to it. That's fine. However, again, some slight technical snafus and difficulties. And this is still a format that we're kind of working with and stuff like that. These Wednesday kind of sit down topic based shows. We have an amazing guest this evening, Ben Ben Luna, and he's going to talk to us about these topics that we're going to discuss and rant about. Um and give us a kind of a rundown about his 33 county by county tour, but first let's start ranting.
1: No, it's all about the rant. Let's just bring Ben on right now. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure we want him in on this.
2: Hey guys, I'm not hearing anything. Sorry, I know you guys brought me on the screen. Oh no, reason I'm not hearing anything.
1: Uh oh. So
0: try to exit
1: out and come back in. That's probably the best thing.
0: Yeah. So let's exit them out and then it's going well
1: this is going well i'm glad we showed up today this is good uh,
0: yeah yeah no, no. no thanks
1: everybody for joining like <laughs> subscribe, all that
0: stuff oh by the way we are also uh we also have the podcasting up if you guys want the audio of this wonderful um um i don't know circus um we're on all the we're on the big three we're on google podcast we're on spotify and we are on itunes how
1: are hear you hearing us hear now up? ben
2: Sorry guys, I'm not hearing nothing. Doesn't that doesn't look like you? Try to exit
1: out of the stream completely and then re-enter and rejoin. Let's let them usually that works. Yeah, usually that works.
0: It was
1: it it was working pre-show. This is what's so crazy about this. We'll just blame it on the solar flares. We wouldn't have this problem if we had some of the money that you know the state of New Mexico is giving to Virgin Galactic, though. Yeah, I mean, I could use it. So, so please elaborate on this. Why glanced on it. I ranted on it, you know, in the Sunday show a little bit, and you think it's going to go away. You're like, "Well, it's going to go away," but then we come to find out that uh, they actually got 1.5 million dollars extra, just so that the state, which is us, could put a Zia symbol on the spaceship.
0: Okay, so on top of the fact that they probably threw off some threw off some monies to the pueblo to get permission to put it on there but there was also additional monies that came from the tourist bureau and the some other slush fund of subsidies to put it on there and advertise it did you also notice that the new mexico true um kind of graphic was up
1: uh for yeah. most of this thing so yeah, they put it on the screen and you know i guess that was that was pretty cool yeah i guess the question i want to ask is what did we Will we gain anything from this? This is very, very well. That's that's it's hard. I mean, they they go, Can you hear us now? Yes,
2: we're good. We are <laughs> live. All right, <laughs> all
0: right. <laughs> right. So, we we are actually the consummate professionals that we appear to be with our jackets here, man. Sorry about those technical difficulties, man. <laughs> it's all good. Welcome no, to the show, good. Ben. Um, again, we were just starting the rant about, um, you know, billionaires going to space and people who have a lot of money spending $250,000 to joyride here in the land of enchantment and the money we gave to advertise on this, I guess, the space vehicle, Right. what we want to call it. to well, uh,
1: What they come back to is they call this media value. And so they say, well, we spent $1.5 but we actually had $3.5 in media value. Which if you get into media value, what even is that? Um, they're advertising an industry it caters to a very, very small demographic.
0: Right. So to me, it would almost, it's, it's not that it's, it's not that it's cool in the sense that like, all right, I'm going to stand at the edge of the runway, watch it take off and go up. It's not like a space launch that we get from the, from the Eastern and Western ranges where you you hear the the roar, you see a rocket go up and then, and and then of course in the, uh, when it comes to SpaceX, you actually see a booster actually land down Flash Gordon style um, from orbit. I don't understand what this is. When we kind of did this discussion on Sunday and we basically had, you know, our local intrepid press basically talk to people in TRC, which is the closest to this place. They're just like, we don't expect to see like anything new from this. We're, we're, I mean, we just just give us water right? <laughs> to fill out Elephant Butte, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and that'll help us with tourism, not some, not millionaires and billionaires no. coming to, you know, some random area in the desert of uh, New Mexico to, you know, take off in a sky plane.
2: Yeah, definitely. I know, uh, John Block with, the Pinon Post, he, he had did the math already and, and it's just impossible to even recover that, uh, that money that was spent. Um, and not just that, like it's, it's, it's something that we've been experiencing, not just with that, with unemployment as well. You know, all the misspending, We we technically don't have a say in anything, and I believe that's why we need a complete overhaul.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And yeah, and we'll get into details about your efforts about making that happen. I would also add, when it comes to the unemployment, just to kind of rant a little bit about that. You did you receive your um your unemployment like debit card in the mail like everyone else who was identity theft. And all the fraud that happened because I know I received mine, and so that's just kind of a microcosm for like all the things that go wrong. Hopefully, we gain something from this. But uh, do the math, Sean, because you're better at the math than I oh, am. I'm your math? Uh, yeah, no, you're <laughs> absolutely. So look, if, if so, if it's 600 people have already pre-ordered at 250, thousand dollars for the trip, wait, wait, you're looking weird. at what eighty. Maybe one hundred and fifty million dollars, possibly. Yeah, but that doesn't come into the state. That's why. it's... Yeah, exactly. That goes go straight to into Virgin Galactic. It, and and we you know, you know what, what.
1: Like, where are these people going to stay? I don't know what sort of accommodations are near the spaceport, but I doubt that's T or C, baby.
0: T C in the in the in the RV parks and the uh, and yeah, the and yeah. the, the Holiday inns <laughs> yeah. that are going to be mean, nearby.
1: I see Lady Gaga running over. <laughs> yeah probably would fit it pretty well so
0: so you uh, know what though i'm thinking like as we use this as this kind of method to get people here it's it's going to be millionaires and stars and maybe we get the multiplier effect from their entourages who show up and party in doniana county before they go up hungover <laughs> on <laughs> drive up to the spaceport and go up in this you know hopefully go up to the edge of space into free fall which is basically what makes you weightless and i don't know it we could disc- i i actually heard a pretty good case for why this might be a long term play for internet for international travel but honestly we've spent probably 200 million over the last 15 years one would argue we probably spent a little more and then to icing on the cake they grifted us again for another 101.5 million just to slap our logo on there and have our like sponsorship.
1: Um, By the and, way, I just I'd like to clarify that if uh, if uh, New Mexico Tourism Department wants to, you know, hook us oh, up. Oh, uh, hey,
0: hey, hey!
1: Yeah, we're, we're not
0: above we're not above taking the cash. Yeah, no, <laughs> because it's actually a nice state, and I would love to advertise on the merits about how beautiful this place is. I fell in love with it. We affectionately, those of us expats. We call it the land of entrapment because you never really leave. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right? right? So yeah. it is what it is, man. But um, I don't know. I think we yelled about that enough, uh, Ben. I don't know if you're going to have. Are, are you going to use your? Um, I don't know that uh, unemployment debit card to maybe book a flight on this Virgin Galactic here to mm-hmm. go to the edge of space at some point. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't got that, and uh, I'm a business owner as well, so I'm not planning on living off the government.
0: Absolutely,
1: hallelujah, man! We need more of you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> said, uh, you can, but that kind of takes you into the next thing, where when we talk about all this spending, you know, the tourism has been completely decimated. So they're they're moving to replace an industry that they said three point one five billion was was lost in two
0: thousand twenty. That's. create that's 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 insane and we're never going to and there are other costs that aren't captured from just that number i mean we can put a a a kind of economic value of what we lost because it's not like we're rolling in it i mean we are actually kind of a hidden gem in this part of the country but yeah dude i mean One would hope, this is giving the tourist department a benefit of the doubt, that little spectacle that we saw on Sunday, which was cool, but again, kind of a boondoggle, will begin to maybe help and make up for the fact that we lost like 3.15 billion and and we probably lost population as a result of that. Um, We've definitely not helped work ethic. And then you take that to the fact that now we're going to subsidize uh, families 350% above the poverty line. We're not making it very, very easy for us to recover, even in the thing that we, you know, kind of, again, our hidden gem of tourism. Um, I don't know. You're a business owner, as you said, uh, uh, Ben. Uh, I mean, how have you been having any difficulties, you know, finding talent and, these disincentives and the money going to the wrong things and stuff like that. I mean, obviously we're spending what we shouldn't be spending.
2: Right. Um, so one thing I do know is, so a lot of people are leaving the state. There was somebody that showed up to our tour launch and she's from the Hobbs area. And there's like, you know, every, every town kind of has those, those families that are the families that technically run the economy in that city or that town. And what's happening over there is like a lot of the, the owners of these big oil companies, they're out, you know, they're, they're gone and they're, they're um, you know, they're talking about it very possibly turning into a ghost town because, you know, whenever that was like the, the heartbeat of, of that area and uh, that was, you know, what supplied, you know, most of the resources for families for, you know, the biggest businesses there, even the restaurants, you know, whenever nobody's there to work. You know, a lot of people um, make their money off of the oil field. There's a guy that I know, um, he had his own merch company and uh, it was a lot of, you know, boots for the oil field, a lot of stuff like that. He moved his his family out at the beginning of it all to Lubbock just because of the schools and the forced mandates, the masks and stuff like that. So instantly he moved to Lubbock and moved his family out there. I don't know if he still has his business in the Hobbs or... I think it was a uh, Carlsbad area actually, mm-hmm. but it's, it's still the same, you know, it's, it's impacting families to where, you know, a lot of people are giving up the fight. And, uh, but something I've, I've determined within myself is, you know, that this will happen nationwide. If we don't, if we don't stand up here, it's going to happen nationwide. And, and I'm going to do my best to at least protect my County. I can't, you know, I can't protect everybody's County, uh, throughout the state, but if I can protect my own, And we have the backing of our sheriff and we keep things open here business wise. Um, You know, I've done my part and uh, hopefully we can, we can reverse a lot of this, but yeah, a lot of misspending and a lot of uh, mismanagement and then obviously unconstitutional mandates, you know, there was a, there was a few victories that we got, we all got to witness and we all cheered them on for backing up these restaurants that stayed open, but those were very, Mm -hmm. very few victories that we had throughout the state and there's permanent closures. There's even, you know, we, we did hear at one time, a sheriff announced that um, somebody took their life because they lost everything they had. They, you know, it was their livelihood. It was, it was, uh, their bread and butter. There was a lot of years of investment, no doubt. And uh, you know, they, they didn't think that it was worth living and, and that's a sad, sad story. I don't know that, you know, that whatever, be vindicated unless God gets involved. But um, there's a lot of stories like that. There's a lot of people that lost everything, and um, God was fortunate to a lot of people I know that were still able to keep their jobs, mostly government jobs. Um, that's like another subject, you know. Facebook data set- center staying open during the whole pandemic. That's a uh, that's something that needs to be talked about because they did have something worked out. There was cases on the on the job site whenever I was there, and so there was a lot of partiality a lot of partiality to certain places being able to figure things out covid wise and i guess i probably shouldn't have said that to see where
1: whatever yeah no nah, nah, man we, but, uh, we let it uh, wrap, on borrowed time, <laughs> time as far as you know, the internet let's just be honest about it they're building facebook data centers but it isn't for people like us
2: <laughs> oh yeah 70, 70% of that is is already bought by the government they they told me that in my my ori- orientation. So yeah, it's definitely not privately owned anymore. <laughs> yeah,
1: I can <laughs> bring imagine. Up, and bringing up the oil and gas industry, I know here in San Juan County, you know, obviously it's very important and we've seen what happens, you know, through all these regulations and just the amount of jobs that just leave and you, and you lose all this revenue. And meanwhile, you have the governor over there spending like a drunken sailor and making all these promises as Thaddeus alluded to earlier, you know, with, with, you know, trying to subsidize childcare now, which in my opinion is just them trying to get their nasty hands on your kids more often than than not. And the money isn't there. So if it's not coming from the oil and gas industry, I'm not sure where she thinks it's going to come from unless it's just this idea that the federal government is going to constantly print more money and then give it to us. It just it just the math doesn't sort out at all. Yeah. It's almost like
0: they've misallocated they're mis- let's think of it like this: They're misallocating these funds toward this tourism, thinking that it that short they can make up that shortfall again. But they don't understand that maybe they should focus their efforts on I don't know, um, yeah, maybe subsidizing families, but definitely like not running business out of the state, not running, you know, not doing what they did during COVID, which was very well unconstitutional, but they don't care. And the simple fact of the matter is like you know, oil and gas is still on, on average 20 to 25% of the revenues that contribute to the budget. Mm-hmm. So they're, what they're doing is they're spending money in the future. A hoping that, yeah, we're going to demonize oil and gas yeah. and yell at them about methane emissions and all this other nonsense. And, but we're, they're still, we're still going to, but are still going to be 20%, you know, of, of the budget. And so, I mean, 20% contributor to the budget, but at the same time we're going to create new green industries and we're hoping that you know the federal government for at least a foreseeable future will subsidize a lot of what they're doing and those are destructive to a state such as ours which is very res- natural resource rich um and but it's just tragic i mean i've said it a lot Lately, in the last couple of days, that when you know when we now saw the news about ninety three thousand overdose deaths last year, when this is all said and done, the people who enacted, enforced, and uh, basically advocated for this should be dragged to the Hague and brought up on crimes against humanity. Period.
2: Definitely. Um,
0: but you know that's that's neither here nor
1: there. I know. Um, oh, I would take it a step further. Where, quite frankly, if we don't start doing something to deal with those crimes against humanity right now, there's gonna, there's not gonna be a next year. Sorry, yeah. it's not gonna happen. These people, the things they are doing are evil. I, I can't even. Yeah, it's, it's, I, it's, I, it's, I, when we started out last year, and you know, for those that know me, I mean, I'm not that kind of guy. And I've watched over the past year, as they just continue to push with this ridiculous things. I'm going to go ahead and say it, that when it comes to the whole Virgin Galactic mess and everything else, you know, you want to talk about Lady Gaga, Tom Hanks, and all these other um, <clears throat> characters. I mean, they had to have something to do after they shut down Epstein's ranch.
2: Oh, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, yes. The good old ranch. <laughs> um, um, so <laughs> speaking of which, so we have blackpilled everyone. Everyone is, this I is doom and gloom. <laughs> 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 so Ben, yeah. explain to us what you were doing now to at least starting at your county, push back against really what is nonsense with your county by county tour.
2: Yeah. So um, last year, whenever we had to call a lot of, a lot of these rallies, protests, um, there, there was something very unique that happened. And I don't think it would have happened unless we did have those unconstitutional mandates. It, it's kind of like the only silver lining in the whole thing is that it did unite, unite patriots uh, from different aspects of life. And so what happened then is, is we once once censorship kind of took place, there was no communication. There was, you know, people did try to build email lists. Some people had them, some people didn't. And so there was no communication, no organization. And so right from the get go, like I knew I wasn't going to be able to, you know, post anything for a while. And actually I had to buy another phone because my, my iCloud for the original phone wouldn't even let me use the app anymore. And so, um, Uh, right off the bat started making preventative measures for the next time they do something to that effect. And, um, and I, I was very green. I was very green as, you know, just a common citizen wanting to do uh, whatever I could to help other organizers. And, uh, you know, I started asking questions and a lot of the questions I'm asking are literally questions that are asked throughout the whole state, but no answers. And so my county chair is, is Amy Barilla. She's been helping me with uh, how things are structured throughout the state, and so um, I made it my my purpose to bring information to people um, because when you don't have information, it's auto- automatic chaos. You're not able to plan. You're not able to strategize. And sometimes you could you could jump on uh, a bandwagon that is already you know on the wrong path from the get go just because of a you know miscommunication, and so. I started figuring out how these things were structured. Um, I started looking up how how um, campaigns run to where like how much money you could give per candidate and what you have to be to be able to, you know, pay as much as you want in ads and stuff like that. So I started doing research in that area. And, um, and so what I made my website to do is hopefully by the end of the tour, we'll be able to not only raise funds for the, you know, the common person running for school board or whatever, but their voice can be heard as well on my website. And so that's, that's what I tried to make it is a platform where their voice can not be censored away from, away from Facebook. Um, I'm going to be doing an interview actually tomorrow with the sheriff candidate in uh, Dona Ana, Also one of the ladies that's a part of the tour. I'm going to be recording her that way in case she can't make it to some of the locations. I could ju- at least take a video of her talking points. And so I'm going to be doing um, a lot of things for these candidates to where money won't be an issue. And then um, not only that, I'm I, you know, I have an untraditional way of marketing. And so I will get the their word out. I will get their voice out, and uh, at least give people a chance to hear them out. And um, that's pretty much the goal of the tour is to, to get information out there. And so like me being green, I don't have all the answers. Um, I'm still learning, but at the same time, you know, whenever you have a a sheriff that stood for not only the second amendment, but the first amendment deputized the whole church in, uh, Sierra County, you know, that needs to be heard as well. So he's telling his story. The pastor that got deputized is telling his story, pastor Caleb Cooper. And then, um, I I've been fortunate to me, obviously everybody knows David Clemens and he's, he's been, you know, this most humble guy that. You know, he has he has the platform. We, we've had somebody that had a platform before. And it's very great to get New Mexico's voice out there. And that's what he has right now. Um, yeah. But not only that, he's 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 doing things nationally that can affect the whole nation nationally. And um, I've been able to team up with him as well. He's on the tour whenever he can. He's uh, he has a lot on his plate, but he's still making time to be out there, which is, you know, very humbling. Um, but, yeah, this it's those type of people on the tour. Speaking about the different aspects of saving our nation, in a sense, and so for me, it's just a—you know—I'm bringing like common citizen information, um, but also speaking about buried history, buried American history that uh, kind of makes the false narrative effective today. Because a lot of people, there's, there's, for example, there's uh, the first double spy in American history was a black, a black uh, American patriot. In the Revolutionary War, and he and he literally shaved off years off the Revolutionary War because it was able to be uh, end sooner than later. He got so much intel, uh, moved up the ranks as a, as a servant in under Cornwallis. But you know, as I said, he was the first double spy, and a lot of people don't know about our American hero- heroes. Um, usually, what they did since 1902, they would remove somebody if they were Christian or if they were black, and so you know now you know we have a lot of uneducated people and i'm hoping by the end of the tour that i can actually produce a history book as well to kind of just you know whoever wants to learn we're going to have a history book with these american heroes that you know literally defeats the narrative that everybody's clinging on to and it's literally broke down our whole nation um but if we could shine some light that's 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 going to be my role in the 33 county tour So how are
0: logistics going to work? Like, what are you doing to get the word out? Being that on a lot of instances, I I mean, this is the first time I'm hearing about it. Other than when we had a New Mexico Rising group page that got uh, nuked from orbit by Facebook. What are the other, uh, I guess, you know, technical mechanisms and logistical mechanisms for getting the word out? I mean, I, I heard I heard you say something about email lists. Are we talking Telegraph? Groups? Are we talking Signal? Are we talking, you know, some uh, something else like Getter or Parler or whatever? I mean, how how else are you getting that word out um, so that people can kind of show up to these events when you do show up in the counties?
2: So um, I am on Telegram. I'm not using that as much. Um, I will use it more in the future because that's pretty much the only open platform that's not going to get censored. Hopefully not. Um, But what I'm doing is I'm reaching out to a county, the county sheriff, the local county sheriff of whichever county, the county (coughs) chair, I'm reaching out to a county chair. And then I'm also trying to reach out to a local church, like multiple churches if possible, Hmm. but um, at least a local church. That way we could find some good candidates possibly uh, for those counties. And so um, it's actually been effective just reaching out to those three and uh, they're connected to obviously the candidates. And so that automatically makes the connection to whoever they know because people want to hear what they have to say as well. And not just that, like a lot of people know that people need to run for school board to kind of fight against CRT. And so a lot of people are coming out just to, you know, they want to support uh, these candidates that, you know, are, are being brave to take that stand. So, but yeah, it's been working that way. Uh, Facebook as well. Um, You know, there's been a lot of people helping behind the scenes, Sarah, she does have a big email list um, and they are connected throughout the state. So I think she, she might have the largest email list out of everybody that I work with. And they're, they're the ones that usually like when you need them to call these legislators or you need them to call people that are, you know, doing, doing unconstitutional things within our schools or, or even businesses. um, They're the ones that pretty much send all the emails and call and, and, Hound them, hound them until <laughs> until we get some positive feedback. But yeah, you're
1: 33 counties, and I, you know, when you mentioned that you're speaking with the different sheriffs, I mean, what's your rate of success when you're actually talking to these guys? He's so, like, I, uh, I can't look around and say that I saw a whole lot of support for businesses that wish to stay open during this thing, particularly from any of them. I mean, there were there was like the, down there where you say in your county, but otherwise, there wasn't a whole lot of support there.
2: Yeah, I uh, I do remember those rallies and those protests, and uh, you know, there I, I don't know what they were doing because I didn't even uh, meet a lot of them at that time. I think Tony Mace, Tony Mace, showed up uh, to some of the events I hosted, um, but you know, I reached out to. I actually did a video for Glenn Hamilton, the Sierra County uh, Sheriff. And uh, I told him about the tour and I was like, you know, Hey, would you, would you be interested in speaking at, at this type of event? Cause he, he's about to retire. Like he, it's, he's done with his term. And I, and I asked him, would you be able to get any other sheriffs on board? And he was like, yeah, I could probably get about 29 out of 33 sheriffs to, to back this and, and co-host. And so um, I would say one of the issues as well is probably just communication as well. Um, I know Sheriff Black, was doing a lot here in Otero County. I can't really speak for, you know, other counties. I know that they're in, uh, Valencia. She actually switched from Democrat to Republican and she was supporting. I think they even opened up in Valencia County. They opened up completely there. Um, and then sheriffs in the Hobbs area, they were supporting that pizza inn. remember that pizza inn that was kind of taking that stand, got fined Mm. and all that. There was sheriffs that showed up there. The deputies as well so like i can't really speak on behalf of all the counties but in a sense after this 33 county tour i'll have a good thermostat of what's going on um like a good temperature of our law enforcement and stuff like that because i'm also doing a back to blue uh documentary on the on the background of it all i'm doing ride-alongs with the local sheriff department and then um what whatever law enforcement agency will have me i'm going to kind of record them because they were kind of thrown under the bus as well. I, I I know the state police, they have a big decision to choose. Um, because they were giving mandates to enforce a lot of them, you know, showed up and they're like, Hey, I don't want to be here, but there was some that did enforce it. And so, like I said, after the 33 County tour, I'll know exactly what's going on. And, uh, you know, being, being a, a grassroots organizer, Um, with technically nothing to lose, I'm going to be the loudest one. I'm going to hold a lot of these people accountable and, uh, not just that, you know, now we're well-connected to stand on behalf of the, the citizens throughout the state. And, uh, this will just bring, you know, more coordination for the future. Um, but yeah, I, I really don't know what to expect. Uh, even, you know, I might not get to ride along. I'm just going to offer it. I would like to get their story out there. Um, but yeah. Um, I don't know what to expect, actually. So it's it's all an adventure. I'm hoping, hoping for the best, but, you know, like some, some people say about politics, you have to expect the worst and hope for the best, and you'll never be disappointed.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's what I'm very, very curious to see, which – well, now that it's politically tenable now, i.e., there are enough citizens who have had enough of what's been going on for the last 15-plus months to be like, okay – what sheriffs actually do step up. It's kind of it's it's good to hear here in Valencia County at least because that's where I am. That you know there were good sheriffs around. Um, you know we have a lot of big box chain stores and stuff like that. So you know the mandates were kind of there. The capacity restraints were there and stuff like that. You know we're kind of we're it's funny we're close enough to Albuquerque to be somewhat you know a bedroom community in cosmopolitan, but at the same time there's still parts of the county you can go to and kind of just do what you need to do. And, You know, sometimes you didn't need a mask. Sometimes people didn't meet requirements. Sometimes we stay open late and we shouldn't. But the um, but yeah, it's good to hear that. But I mean, yeah, I would like that. I would like to know once you get done with this tour, um, who's basically who's on our side in the event that they the powers that be get the inkling to kind of do this again. So when does this tour kick off? Has it kicked off already? What are some dates?
2: Yeah, so it kicked off last Saturday. Um, that was Dona Ana County, the next two, which is this Friday and Saturday, we kind of had some miscommunication. So we're probably going to throw them like somewhere in the tour, like during the week. Um, but we, we had some miscommunication. So the next two will be Cibola County on Friday. Uh, let me see, check the date. Cibola County on the 23rd and then Valencia on the 24th. And so, Ooh, okay, cool. Yes, yeah, so we're we're kind of jumping ahead there. We were planning on kind of going around on the left, going up New Mexico, and then just you know, clockwise around the whole thing. But uh, we're jumping there first. That way, the you know, Pastor Caleb Cooper with uh, Sierra County, he could be at least in his own in his own town when we reach that county. But
0: yeah, no, de- yeah, yeah, definitely. Let us know when and where, at least in Valencia. Um, where I am, um, so I can kind of, I mean, offer what support I can, or just show up, or just kind of get there. Maybe yeah, you know, meet you in person. Maybe listen to these stories and stuff like that. I yeah. think that's important. we we'll, Valen- we'll probably it'll be good for some footage for us too.
2: Definitely. So Valencia County is going to be at the Rio Grande Calvary Church. Okay. Um, it's going to be from six p.m. till about eight thirty. All right. And then, uh, yeah, the the local chair is going to co-host the sheriff. I'll probably reach out to the sheriff directly because he's, he's pretty swamped. So yeah, the, it'll be every Friday and Saturday until November six. And so November six is going to be kind of like a grand slam. Um, I have pastor Greg Locke booked, uh, Chris Ann Hall and and her husband, JD is Mm. coming. And then, uh, we were looking at officer Tatum, but he he ended up getting picked up. So, uh, we're going to look at somebody else if possible, but definitely have a, good grand slam, uh, ending to the tour. And then actually it's going to be, uh, footage for 2022 as well. We're going to do a higher caliber tour with bigger platforms to kind of push whatever momentum we have uh, on the grassroots level to the election. So
1: sounds like a plan. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Thanks. Baca, Baca, just come in here. You can't just hide back there like that. You're not allowed to do that. Okay. You bring Ben back on, too. You don't got to kick him out yet. He gets to laugh <laughs> as well. <laughs> <laughs> as informal as all. It, okay, I'm, shut up. God. Hello. Speak. Okay. Uh, i speak. You know, I enjoy this show, I think, as much, maybe more than anyone. So I find myself just listening to you guys and I forget that I'm like pushing buttons back here. are supposed to be. Okay. I, I'm still trying. There we go. Yeah. I barely <laughs> hear you. But what are we supposed to be doing on Sunday again?
0: Uh, so everybody, please tune in this Sunday at 1 p.m. We're going to have Audrey Trujillo on. She is a New Mexico patriot. Uh, you know, I don't even know how to sum up Audrey, except that she's very, very motivated to help us, uh, make New Mexico what it could be, right?
2: And- she actually got me started on everything, like uh, for week, think- one, one of so her rallies on- here. Yeah okay well so you're an acolyte oh, all right then
0: good <laughs> I, don't, I don't i don't like being the main screen i'm gonna put
1: <laughs> so you yes. controls it control things baka yeah. you want to roll the music and get us out of here yeah i do you guys have a uh, good all right so you got.